and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Thank you guys for tuning in. You have tuned in to podcast number 165 of the most popular SEO podcast on, on iTunes. iTunes. Yes. That is because of you guys, 7,000 downloads per week, 76 different countries. Aloha. That's not another country, but yeah. I just threw that out there. As always, we, <laughs> we Aloha. have... Aloha. How do you respond to Aloha? Aloha. Oh, you say I, that? I think it's back, okay. yep. Um, it, it means... What is mahalo? Mahalo, mahalo is uh, thank goodbye? you. Goodbye? I think okay. it's thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, Aloha is hello and goodbye. Okay. Um, as always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and the tip is effective SEO for mobile is something that takes some thought and planning. Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that, first off, you consider optimizing your site or making sure your site is mobile-friendly. And more importantly, if your site is mobile-friendly, make sure it's optimized for mobile browsers. Images load fast, the content shows correctly, um, and things like that. So keep that in mind as you strategize and work on your on your mobile campaign. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, that's go back and listen to podcast number 164, yeah. uh, and you can hear us talking about a good SEO strategy for mobile. Please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Yeah, it's not not a good look. If you guys are sitting in so, in front of any sort of electric device that enables you, oh, allows you, causes you, can Ooh, can wait for what device is this at my desk? You're, you, I'm I'm expecting like I'm melting. <laughs> I'm melting. I don't have my tweet device. Um, go ahead and tweet to us or tweet about us. That tweet that you're listening and learning. Uh, Hashtag. Hashtag SEO podcast. Um, uh, 165. Um, tag us in it at eWebStyle, and um, and we shall give you a punch in the face for it. Remember to put put a space between the 165. Yeah. We're really going after the hashtag SEO, SEO podcast. podcast. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting back on on path here. Um, hey, we have uh, today. We actually have one, and it's time for the algorithm <laughs> cataclysm. <laughs> We just have too much fun doing yeah. this. All right, go. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I have it here. So um, I came across this article. Google actually released um, over 65 algorithm changes over the past two months, August and September. Wow. 65 wow. algorithm changes. And so I found an article that discussed them, but more importantly, it broke them down. And so we'll cover the kind of top high ones that I think we'll, we'll probably feel the most effect from. Um, one of the changes... Um, was to improve web ranking and the indexing. And so the statement says that uh, we improved our web ranking to determine what pages are relevant queries containing locations. What pages are relevant for queries containing locations. Uh, which kind of gets into our question somebody asked, we'll talk about it in a minute as well. So they're looking to, um, you know, people searching and they include a zip code or a town or a state. They want, they're trying to improve what pages show for that. Well, and, and, and I wonder if this goes back to the question we have. Uh, if you uh, Google Internet Marketing Houston, uh, it, it doesn't show any Google, Google, Google. Mm. That's a new search <laughs> engine that is, I'm sure just got formed. Uh, <laughs> Google local places. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so as although Internet Marketing is clearly something you can do anywhere in the world, we find that a lot of our customers 
want to you know knock Wolf on our door, shake our hands, look us in the eyes, mm -hmm. and and uh, and praise us for the results that we're getting. So um, we would argue that actually an internet marketing Houston search should have Google local places. Yeah, um, it should show local results. The seven pack. So. Um, one of the other ones for web ranking and indexing was um, they refreshed the panda for high quality sites. So we'll see how that goes. Page quality and scoring. Um, this this launch helped find more high quality content from trusted sources. Chuck, what does that mean to you? That means that sites that have probably a higher PR, a higher trust factor, will probably become more credible in Google's eyes or a trusted source. And so the content that's linking from these sources or linking to these sources probably has more value. Um, the last one, the uh, site links. Um, this change improved the signal we use to determine how relevant a possible result title actually is for the page. I like this one. So you don't go in there putting, you know, these crazy page titles, and um, and that's not what your content's about. So so they they they're clearly making changes to try and improve the um, the uh, user's experience, better content, better results, better links, um, and it works. They even had another one. I didn't print that page that talked about image image search. Yeah. And the image search was there to um, that signal. The change they made was to reduce. The amount of adult images that that show when you um, oh, yeah. search on the image search. So, so now Google ha actually has the ability to search for nude photos, identify them as nude photos, and then re remove yeah. them. That's a that's interesting. Um, here we go. Uh, a little bit of news. We don't have much first, and this is pretty exciting. We now have the first position in iTunes when you search for SEO podcast. Yeah. And we've we've identified we've been saying we're the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. Uh, that is for a number of reasons. Podcasts that have uh, no longer are no longer broadcasting. We exclude podcasts that didn't have many reviews. We mm -hmm. exclude. And uh, and then we just looked at the star ratings, and we actually got some reviews today too. So it's exciting to be in that first we'll position. Be number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we'll, Thank we'll you. start. You, you, you guys who've been reviewing, giving us the stars. Um, I mean, thank you. Yeah. I really do appreciate it. Uh, the next thing is, we all know the struggles that uh, the iPhone 5 has had with the maps. Mm -hmm. We'll call it the maps. <laughs> um, and Google actually had the maps also <laughs> as, a, as an app download. And it was lacking a couple things, and they recently added uh, Street View. Street View. Yeah. And this goes to an interesting discussion that we had. You know, so if people are really miffed at the iPhone 5, and because they're miffed at the iPhone 5, they're shifting to Android devices, because frankly, it's a Windows or that, and mm -hmm. I used a Windows, so frankly, it's just an Android device as the option, then there's more advertising opportunities for Google on an Android device. Is there maybe maybe it's only in maps, right? At this mm -hmm. point, um, so the debate is: is do you do you let uh, the iPhone 5 struggle and not have a decent map app? Uh, map app, uh, or do you give them a decent map app so that you're actually collecting traffic on the iPhone 5s? And clearly, they're thinking that they should give uh, give a good map app. Well, I think they're just taking advantage of um, of opportunity. Well, and this is the, the debate is, is the opportunity in letting them struggle and people shifting to Android, or is the opportunity in putting an app that people are going to use over the existing Apple map? Put it in an app, because yeah. there's dedicated Apple users. There's people who just not going to mm. leave. 
You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. And there may be five Apple million. And come of them. to Android, uh, probably still have an iPhone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would, um, I would place an app over there that works, that's better than all the stuff they're trying to do, and and make it a um, free. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that and that's what they're doing. Uh, apparently, it has a few limitations, and it's yeah. There's no navigation. You know what I'm saying? You gotta pay for that. Yeah. Apple, not even the users. Apple needs to work that out with yeah. Google to get access to that. That's crazy. Um, and it makes you wonder if maybe Apple kind of went to Google and said, hey, can you improve your app and it'll increase the downloads and we'll make an announcement. I doubt that, but that would be... <laughs> it would be smart. Uh, yeah. We got an email, and you can email us at podcast at e-webstyle.com. And this is Chris Olenek, and he says, hey, guys, great work. I just wrote a review. The new iPhone podcast icon is going to make it so much easier to keep up. I don't know what the new I, 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 the new what icon. It's the iPhone podcast iPhone, icon. iPhone podcast. Remember, they icon. came out with a separate app. They iPhone sepa- podcast icon. Okay. They separated the podcast. Well, I don't know if they separated entirely. They created a podcast app so that oh, it wasn't from iTunes. So it wasn't built into iTunes. So maybe the um, the icon is going to tell you when new podcasts are up uh, or something. I don't know. Uh, he usually listens in bulk. Anyway, just wrote a review. Can uh, he? Can I get that punch in the face? <laughs> uh, he would have wrote the review anyway, but since you mention it, you can juice me. <laughs> at agency twenty. That's two zero dot com. We are a crowdfunding campaign agency. All right. Well, punch in the face to you, Chris. Chris. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for your support. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you that link up. And we've got a uh, we've got about three more reviews. I'm gonna just do two of them. And I'm going to go in this order. This is from ZW Collier. Thanks for simply being rad. At this point, I listen for just the entertainment value and managed to pick up a few SEO PPC pointers along the way. The best thing I learn, learned is that I need to stop managing my own PPC. Hey, that's a good thing to learn. Uh, I'll contact you soon to manage our accounts. Anyway, thanks for taking the time each week to share your thoughts. Uh, thanks to you, ZW Collier. Uh, that was a five-star review. Yeah, don't and manage your own PPC. I see it too many times. Um, you know, clients we get, they come in, they've been managing it, and um, it's, it's not right. Now, I will drop this disclaimer here. Revamping a PPC campaign takes time. You know, it's not um, it's not a okay, turn it back on, make a few changes, and then, wow, it's performing extremely better. Now, that will happen. Um, it will perform better once we make those changes, but it takes time. I have to gather some data, look at the numbers, and kind of tweak. One of the things I tell our clients is that, you know, we'd rather ramp up rather than start real big, use a whole bunch of money, a lot of spend, and then have to scale back. We'd rather start small, manage the spend, and as we tweak the campaign, continue to increase budget and take uh, maximum advantage of it. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, and it takes a lot of conversations also with the, with the, with client, the client. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Hey, how is this working? Are you getting decent calls? Are the calls like, are you getting lots of calls and none of them close? Again, at the end of the day, the clients really only care about calls that yeah. close. Uh, lots of calls that tie up the secretary don't do not help the business. Yeah, they cost money. Here's the last one. A bit goofy, but a great way to keep up. Only four stars, which I think is a bit goofy. Uh, these guys can be a bit goofy, but I find their podcast to be very informative. With everything changing quickly every day, listening to the SEO podcast is a great way to keep up with the latest updates, trends, techniques, etc. 
I generally listen while I'm working and make a note of every anything interesting to research when I have the time to investigate it deeper. It's definitely a great resource. And that's from Chadwa2. Chadwa2. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a... That was goofy, wasn't it? <laughs> that was goofy. That was really goofy. <laughs> and uh, for the lack of one star, we will just do a quick little... Oh, okay. No, that's the wrong one. Kick in the shins. All right, Chad, thank you. Um, we had another email. I think you've got access to that. And uh, this is a really good in-depth email. Um, so, yeah, let's hit it. Okay. Yeah, so we got an email uh, from JD. Uh, that's that's what the name says here. JD, uh, he emailed us at podcast at edswebstyle.com. The subject was multiple locations without duplicate content. Um, it's a, a lengthy email, so I'll kind of paraphrase. Uh, but about three months ago, we didn't know what SEO was. Now it's part of his job. Uh, basically, a tech guy learns technology pretty quickly, got handed the job of optimizing the site. That sucks for you. <laughs> I understand though. Um, I ranked the page using um, non-competitive keywords and it didn't seem difficult. Here's why I'm stuck. I'm not sure how to properly proceed forward or at least not do a bunch of work and discover I need to redo it. Great observation. Um, let's see here. So first is backlinks. In my particular market, he ships containers having trouble formulating a backlink strategy that doesn't involve acting like a complete douche sending out <laughs> bland emails begging people to link to me. Uh, my company operates out in office with no inventory on site but we have 40 plus locations spread throughout the US. Ideally we'd like to make a page for each location focusing on geo-targeted long-tail keywords. Um, how do you go about doing that without getting Google spanked for Duke content? There's only so many ways you can say buy my shipping containers in this city. Is there an easy way to do this, or am I stuck trying to reformulate the same content 40 times? JD, uh, first off, long question. <laughs> Great question. Um, it's, a, it's a question that most people deal with frequently. Who are, who are doing national who, who campaigns national or campaigns statewide campaigns even. With multiple locations. It's interesting you asked this because me and Chris was discussing this yesterday. We had a long discussion <laughs> yesterday. Um, and so I think you asked two questions. One was about multiple locations. The other one was about generating backlinks um, without being a douche. Um, I think tie them both in. Chuck, what does that mean? That means if you're trying to get backlinks, um, you probably shouldn't focus on that, I'll be honest. Um, because since you're a local business, I think spending your time chasing reviews is probably be a more effective use of time than getting backlinks. With with Penguin updates coming, if you're not getting really high quality backlinks, they probably won't have that much value. Um, so spend your time getting reviews for each of the locations, and that will serve better at, than the backlinks to me. And was one of the questions, should I, do I have individual locations? Does he have Google Local Plus pages in, in, in different locations? Is that? Well, the question was, does he, should he set them up? Or how do you go about doing that without getting Google spanked for a whole bunch of Duke content and keywords in each one? And so. I think it's probably okay to have Duke content in a Google Local Plus page. If you have, so uh, assuming here, if you've it's got clearly a different location, physical locations, you know, it, it makes sense that it's going to be, um, it's going to have very similar content. In fact, do content typically only comes into play when Google is saying, "Do I want to show this page or this page?" Oh wait, they're totally duplicate, so I'm only going to show one of them. Mm -hmm. That's never going to happen in a Google Local Places setting 
plus page. <laughs> because local Google local plus, plus page. page. It's not going to happen because if they're searching in a particular location, clearly your other location is never going to be competing against that particular site. So dupe content doesn't even come into consideration because the other one's in one location, this one's in, let's say you're searching in Houston, you search in Houston, your Dallas location isn't even contention in contention yeah. to show up on the search engine result page. So dupe content doesn't matter. What you have to make sure you do is that each Google Local Plus page has um, a different address and a different phone number. That way, Google. That's how Google identifies that this indeed is a different location. And then I think the Duke content at that point is okay. For example, if you was to search for McDonald's on on Google Maps, you'll get locations everywhere, and these all have the same hours of operation, the same menu, the same parking, the same all the everything yeah. is identical except the address and the phone number. Well, and except so, for the service at the one by my house really sucks. Yeah, they all have different reviews, <laughs> which is a great house. point. Yeah. They all have different reviews. Some of them have great five-star reviews. Others have sucky zero stars and one-star reviews. And so um, and I think that's done on purpose. So so maybe, maybe you know, if you search, did a search for the best hamburger um, in a certain location, um, a Burger King result will probably show up higher than a McDonald's result with bad reviews. So, yeah, focus on getting reviews, kind of back to the first point, yeah, okay. to make the uh, local pages uh, work for you. And one of the things that we were discussing is, can you just make dupe content and change cities? The answer is yes and no. Um, we have a particular client who's got identically dupe content, city name change only, and he's doing well in smaller cities. So that content isn't optimized enough, and he may be taking a little bit of hit for dupe content in more competitive markets, but in tiny cities, if you search his terms and mention a tiny city, he comes up first page. Yeah. So it really is the fact that Google's really trying to provide a good experience to the Google user. And, and if your dupe content page is relevant in different cities, then that one page is okay. Going to the supplemental, I really think is a terminology that applies to a particular search phrase. Mm -hmm. So I may have great, whatever, carpet installation um, content, and if I have carpet installation Houston content, the same content that's Dallas, the same content that, that is somewhere else, then um, those other pages clearly won't show up in Houston. And in fact, they may be taking a little bit of a hit because there's so much dupe content, but if I have one for you know, carpet installation, let's choose some small neighborhood uh, somewhere in Texas. Yeah. We can do like Plano, um, not a neighborhood, but a, a small, small city. Yeah. Um, then th the hit that comes from duplicate content is low enough that they can actually, that, that, that's still dupe a, content that page. page is still a relevant page to display for that search. Right. And then in that case, dupe, dupe content isn't a bad experience to the Google user, is it? It's, you know, if I'm in Plano, I don't know that there's whatever, 5,000 pages. Now, we debated this, and this is not 100%, um, and it is some results that we're seeing. So, yeah. Well, it, it works. Um, will it continue to work? I don't know. Um, I mean, my, yeah. my gut response After is Matt probably not. <laughs> listens to this particular probably podcast. <laughs> so we figured out ways to optimize locally. How do you do that? Making sure you have better Google Plus pages, that you do have all of your locations listed, that you do on your contact page, because I think it works similar to the author page, 
um, Google knows contact us usually contains addresses. It usually contains phone numbers. So make sure the contact information that's on your site, even if it's for multiple locations, is identical to the contact information that's on your local plus pages. And that way you may not necessarily need to have several CD pages because you already have them listed on your contact page and you have local plus pages that reference them. We're talking content earlier, and we'll breeze through this. Um, I got an article. You got any tweet punches in the face? Um, not today. Oh. We probably do. I just didn't have time. Well, we, we can give a punch into the face to Internet Tracker, yeah. who's uh, who's actually watching us right now. We've also got Aaron Tom Thomas. Hey, T, what's up, man? What's up? Um, yeah, Internet Tracker doing a conference, investigative something I forgot. Yeah. Um, investigative conference. <laughs> Yeah. Doing some sort of conference, about investigative, investigative something. <laughs> Looking up stuff. So you were talking about content earlier. So I got this article here, um, Jenny Halas. Um, uh, she she posted this over at Search Engine Land. Um, Eleven things to ask yourself when optimizing content. I, I just I, this article was appealing to me because we have a few clients whose sites um, just finished getting produced. And now we're moving about to shift gears into content optimization and things like that. So um, she broke it down in a few sections, steaming content. First question is, what is this page about? I think this is a great question to ask before you just begin spitting out content. Figure out what this page is about. Is it about, um, what you said earlier, carpet installation? Um, if it is, then great, now you have a topic. If you can't answer what this page is about and you're just trying to do something to rank for a certain keyword then you might not need to write that page. Um, second question, what is the purpose of this page? Is it to educate somebody on how to do carpet installation? Is it to inform people on the best carpet installation you can get? Is it a checklist of different ways to check if the carpet is installed right? You know, What is the purpose of this page? Maybe simply just to uh, establish yourself as a carpet installation expert yeah. and, you know, and critique, uh, critique and compare and contrast. Wow, I put all of that in one word. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, different ways and different techniques and, and things that work and don't work with, a, with other installer, installers. Yeah. She goes on to say here, is it news? Is it a, is it a press release, a blog post? Is it educational? You know, what are the goals for this page? Is it to get people to sign up and use you for carpet installation, or is it to educate them about how to do it themselves? You know, you take all of that into consideration when composing the content. Um, I like this one. Consider the content timing. How long will this content remain relevant? Right? Let's say this is a new test product that you're pretty sure won't do well. <laughs> you know, then it may not be worth investing a whole bunch of time putting this post together. Her recommendation is, well, just create a couple pieces, a couple phrases, a few sentences, and then link to some other content. If yeah. this is uh, something that's going to be around for a while, it's probably sure to gain a lot of traffic and create a buzz, then take the time and write a nice lengthy post. Make sure you have all the stuff that goes with it and the videos and the images and the other rich media that will help that post, and then put it out there. Um, content optimization. Uh, what makes sense for the optimization? Are there relevant keywords? Should you include links to other content? And so I think you know you have to take all of this in consideration before you start writing the article, before you start writing that post. That way if you know the links you're going to link to, if you already know the images you're going to use, you know the video you're going to include on there, you know the keywords that you need to include in this article, then that makes 
composing that article a lot faster, a lot easier, and it uh, ended up making more sense. Um, I like this one here. She says, uh, making decisions. Um, don't apply a one-size-fits-all method to your optimization. Yeah, you can't optimize for carpet installation the same way you would optimize for um, a, a CD download or, or something like that. It's, yeah. it's a totally different audience, totally different keyword selection, totally different viewers, and so... And you're going to yeah. get totally different responses. You exactly. Know, calls to follow up or mm -hmm. buy. Or buy or download or submit for whatever it is. So so keep that in mind as well. Um, so that's really it. She had an infographic on here. Post a link. It was pretty cool about how you could go through and figure out which content works, what doesn't work, should you write it, and where you should link it to. So, yeah, 11 things to ask yourself when optimizing content. Remember, we are always having some sort of contest, almost always, there's usually some downtime between contests, uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, so follow us, facebook.com slash ewebstyle. You can also hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash ewebstyle. Watch videos at YouTube, youtube.com slash ewebstyle. And again, send us emails, podcast at e-webstyle.com. Um, and I know we've got, we actually have some interaction going on on Facebook that's worth checking out. Uh, there's a video that was posted, which is pretty hilarious, uh, on our on our wall, which is pretty hilarious about a guy who's, uh, who's IE uninstall challenged meaning he runs around and uninstalls <laughs> ie from everyone's computer uh and it was actually put out by microsoft because the end of it is you know check out ie9 it's actually okay <laughs> or actually pretty good um do we have any blank stare news um uh, no i don't i can't no blank stare all right all right well you have been listening to the most popular seo podcast on itunes that is because of all of you we really appreciate you. Something that you could do for us that would help us is go on to iTunes, create an account, write a review, uh, and then if you choose to, go ahead and send us an email. Let us know that you did those three things. Podcast at edaswebstyle.com. And we'll, uh, we'll give you a punch in the face, which, if you haven't figured out yet, is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Headed my way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, and shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so refined. I'm gonna find my gold mine. I think she's gonna set me free. See